Welcome to On the Penalty Spot with Dave and Luke. We're here for another uh, episode, episode two actually. How you doing, Luke? I'm very well, Dave. How you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. Good, mate. Just um, just back from the mother-in-law's actually. Went there for her birthday for dinner. Quick little feed. Um, cooks a good feed, Mrs. Kerfoot, doesn't she? She does, mate. She does. She cooks <laughs> a cracking feed. So, um, yeah, mate, um, daughter's in bed and um, thought we'll net out another podcast. How's your week been? been good mate it's been good working hard and uh went and saw the saw the mother yesterday you know easing of the, the social restrictions mean i've got to go up and say hello which was nice it's good to see them spend the day and now uh yeah ready to talk some football mate mate how good how good it's um not not a bad driver the coast how saxon how... he's doing well mate he's uh, doing well he missed me yeah fair 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 <laughs> bears bears cousin he is which is fantastic mate so um football world that's what we're here that's what we're here to talk about yeah um Few st- few more stories this week since we spoke pretty much predominantly about um, the Newcastle United potential takeover. I know we've gone to bed multiple times waking up to no news, which has been frustrating <laughs> yeah, on our behalf. Um, not much we can do, but mate, um, I guess um, the biggest thing that comes to mind at the start is just the cancellations of, I think, a couple of leagues at the moment. And, and mate, what's what's your take on that? So obviously the two biggest leagues that have cancelled are obviously Holland and France. Um, France have already come out and basically given PSG the title, uh, relegated Toulouse and Amiens. Uh, basically said there's going to be no more football. Um, just I, I don't know where I stand with it. I'll be honest. I'm not. I mean, obviously Toulouse we're going to get relegated. They're only on 13 points, but Amiens I think they're saying they're going to take legal action because um, they're losing out on a lot of money. Uh, if they get relegated, granted it's not Premier League money, but for a club the size of Amiens, which is not a big club, uh, relegation could cripple them. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's 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 not Premier League money, but at the end of the day, it's 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 all relative. Um, yeah. You know, the French league they they bank on top division money, they bank on the, the top flight money, and and to get them forward and to set their budgets out and you know pay their staff and pay their non-playing staff. Um, Mate, I'm the same with you, to be honest. I, I don't know where I stand with it. Um, you know, scrolling through Instagram and through Twitter um, this week and, and reading different articles about it and, you know, Neymar, as much as I love the guy because he's Brazilian, um, you know, saying champions and Tiago Silva champions. Like, it's hollow. It is. It's like, okay, well, you ha- you've won, but you haven't really won. No, I mean, it's not... It wasn't as... You know, runaway as Liverpool, twenty-five points clear or whatever they are, they could still have been caught. Um, it's I don't agree with it. I, I don't agree with giving them the title. Um, but it brings, it's what do you do? Because there's going to be teams are going to complain no matter what. You can't win in this situation. No, there's always yeah. going to be teams complaining. Um, teams that were so close to a European spot that have missed out. They've missed out on Champions League money, Europa League money, and that's that's huge. Because there's not in France, you've got the big what the big three, yeah. You got Monaco, yeah. PSG, and Lyon in terms of cash. Yeah, and that's it really. All the other clubs are fighting for survival. They are. They are. Lille's not doing too bad, or I guess they get, you have a fair bit yeah. of quality there, not in terms of players, mate. Um, yeah, I don't know where I stand with it. I think they they did it points per game. Mm. Um, which doesn't really make a lot of sense anyway, um, in my eyes. I I, no. I, I believe that um, you either play the season, um, yeah. figure it, figure out how to play it, figure out play it behind closed doors, whatever you're going to do. Um, we'll touch on a few, you know, a few options, options. later on, later on in this uh, in this podcast. But um, 
or you just cancel the season, unfortunately. Um, in saying that, though, like I can see where people are coming from. You cancel the season, they're like, well, we've wasted you know, 31, 32 games. We've wasted all that time. We've paid players to, to play through match payments, through goal bonuses, whatever it may be. Um, so this is some just reward for playing, but it doesn't bode well for... Um, yeah, just doesn't bode well for... Um, the, the teams that have been relegated. Not at all. Um, if you cancel the season, then what happens to the Champions League or the Europa League next season? Do those teams automatically requalify? Uh, it's it's just it's it's so dirty. Like we have no idea what's going to happen. And yes, yes. There's no easy solution. I mean, Holland cancelled the season, but I don't think they awarded mm. the title to anyone. Did they? Well, no, they haven't. No, they've completely cancelled the season. I yeah. think Ajax are on top. No one's relegated. No one's going up. Um, yeah. No one's obviously um, won anything, um, but I did read that um, there's potential legal action at the moment. Yeah, I saw that um, as well. And that they're looking into potentially finishing the season. So um, retract that, their original decision, which is huge. Yeah, you know? which is which is massive. Um, same in Italy; they they haven't made a decision yet in Italy. They've spoken. No. They've spoken um, about trying to resume, but then the government won't allow anyone to train. That's the thing. I think they said in a couple of weeks they might allow teams to start training. I think May 18, uh, so f- two weeks on Monday, is the date that they're looking at. But the the fact that Italy might be able to play football is hard to comprehend, considering where they were a month, two months ago. You know, they were, that was ground zero um, for the virus in northern Italy. Elderly population, I get it, but it's still it's still crazy to think that Italy could be playing football. Yeah, and I guess on the flip side, if, if other leagues and countries around the world and they say, well, if Italy can play, why can't we play? There you go. That's the precedent. Um, I mean. Yeah, so I think if Italy close their doors, then other leagues might be like, oh, you know what, we might have to. But if, if Italy go out and play, mate, for me, it's like it's game on. Yep, I agree with you. And games can be played behind closed doors. Yep. Um, I think the I think it was Spain or England. They said three hundred people are needed um, at every game, so that would obviously include playing staff, coaches, cameramen, sound guys, commentators. So three hundred in a big stadium, that's fine, that's doable. But I think in England they want to find eight to ten stadiums and try and neutralise it. It's there's there's just too many unknowns. There's too many variables right now. Yeah, I think it is, and, and I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see it play out in the next couple of weeks because I know uh, the EPO earmarked a June 1 start, um, yep. and yeah, we'll just see see where it goes from here, I guess. It's just be interesting to see how this legal action ha- happens because if, if I was in the shoes of any of those clubs going down, um, I, you know what, if I was mid-table, I literally would not care. No, nah, well, like us. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, exactly. If we're, you know, I'm second or third in the league. You know what? Realistically, no one's going to catch PSG. No, they're no not. one's going to catch Liverpool. No. You look at the La Liga, mate. That's anyone's game. It's open door. Well, it's, yeah, it's absolutely. Real Madrid, Barcelona. I think you know you've you got one or two flown in and about, but realistically, that's anyone's game. So you could be a little bit of a tussle there. But in regards to to, to France, you know, I wouldn't kick up a fuss if I was outside of that bottom three. But if I'm in that bottom three, I, I, I'd i be seeking legal advice. Um, and potentially what we spoke about in the last podcast is don't relegate anyone. Don't relegate anyone. That's it. I Promote, mean, that's, yeah. Promote that's a couple. what it is for me. Absolutely. Because yeah. I think that one of the teams in Holland was Camber. They're coming top of the second division. And they're threatening legal action. Because, you know, promotion for a club like Camber is huge. 
Yeah. It's huge money. And potentially they're missing out through no fault of their own. They've had a great season, but every club's in the same boat. It's the same in England. You know, we, we talked about Leeds and West Brom, what might happen to them. They've had great seasons. They deserve to go up. Will they go up? Who knows? We've seen all sorts of um, theories bandied around. You know, I thought saw a 23-team Premier League mooted yeah, the other day. I, I quite... Um, I don't mind that idea, That mean, but that means you promote third place, which... That's what I mean. I don't like that. Which is a bit unfair, I think. Um, I think potentially, if you or potentially, mate, potentially they could say, "All right, well, Leeds and West Brom are promoted. Yep. No one's relegated. We're not going to finish the season, but we're going to have a little mini playoff series. That that could happen. But if you have a mini playoff series, why can't you finish the season? It's still playing football. Yeah, I guess, but you're only playing two or three games, four games, as opposed to yeah, ninety six. All it takes is one player yeah. to test positive, though, and this whole thing's gone. Yeah, yeah, it's just very true, but um, you know. I guess it's 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 a tough one. It's a tough sell, but um, mate, it'll be interesting to see how it all unfolds and and what comes from it. Because as I said last, I love to see Leeds go up. I love to see potentially West Brom, but you know, clubs like Brentford um, who are doing quite well, um, yeah. Forest who are doing quite well. Um, yeah, even in League One, Fleetwood, Joey Barton, how good? Joey Barton, oh, mate, absolutely. <laughs> he, he he's doing well. He's doing really well. But um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a shame. I think. Um, Subject to back home, mate, the A-League. The A-League's muted to, to restart. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Uh, I'm not sure what date they're looking at, but, I mean, there wasn't too much left in the season to play, so it's feasible that it could be done, mm. um, with, especially with Queensland opening the borders, I think, for the NRL teams to travel. Maybe they'll yeah. do the same for the A-League teams as well. WA's um, relieved a lot of their restrictions. Yeah. Um, as far as I mate, play, they play all the games in Darwin. They're back to normal in seven days. Yeah, there was no one there, so that's great. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Send them on it, mate. Any, any, for me, are there any feel-good stories? Are there any good stories coming out of cancellation of the leagues? Um, it's tough to find any, isn't it? I think so. It is tough to find any. I mean, obviously, selfishly, the, the Newcastle takeovers are feel good for us, assuming it goes through. Uh, I know you're starting to get a few doubts. Uh, I'm still maintaining my positive outlook. Yeah, there's a few. Uh, there's a few uh, skeletons creeping in on <laughs> my thoughts. I think it's um, it's taking yeah. too taking too long for my life. Mate, a, a big one for me is um, is Ren qualifying for the Champions League for the first time. Yeah, that's huge. That's, um, that's awesome. They've never never qualified before, which is fantastic. They got a lovely seventeen-year-old uh, striker. Amavinga. Uh, yep, Eduardo. Um, Eduardo. Great striker, um, and he's going to be on the world stage, which would be fantastic. That's one feel-good story. The thing is that that's if you cancel a season and you get rid of everything, stuff like this doesn't happen, and that's the only thing I can think in terms of positive. If you think about it, Leicester City won the title, right? Mm-hmm. If this happened when Leicester City were five points from winning the title, right, and then they cancel the leagues, Leicester City are never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever, ever, ever going to have a season like that. No. And we take and we take that away, and we take that away from them. We take that away from their hard work. And yeah, it was a miracle, but shit, they would have trained hard. They would have played well. They stuck together. They did what they needed to do. Everyone was on the same page every single game. Um, Potentially cancelling everything and not rewarding anyone for me also um, takes away the the feel good factor of you know clubs like Wren um, who are doing well, or if Leeds go up and clubs like Leeds or West Brom or Sheffield United yeah you don't want their season to be in vain they've been amazing yeah this season. yeah they've been phenomenal absolutely phenomenal new new team coming up yep. um, Norwich have been disgusting yeah well. except for the first game or four. <laughs> um, 
Pookie. Yeah, Pookie, yes. Um, yeah, mate, I think that's a, a really big positive um, that's happening in the world of football in regards to cancellations. But at the end of the day, mate, I guess it's, it's tough decisions that I don't really want to be making. I don't envy the people that have to make these decisions because there's no hard and fast rule. Uh, yeah. This is unprecedented. So it looks like every nation is going to be different. Um, I don't think there's going to be a blanket rule through all the countries. Um, obviously, England is looking at potentially playing games overseas. That's yeah. sort of been mooted um, in the last couple of days. I know Gary Neville has put forward saying play it, play it offshore in um, a corona-free country. I don't know how many of them there are. Um, I know Malta has sort of been thrown around uh, as an option. Um, Qatar and even our own uh, Perth. Yeah, yeah. I'd, um, we were chatting about that earlier today. That, that'd be an interesting one. Three stadiums. Um, I, four, I did, actually. Uh, four. four. Yeah, well, yeah. I did read the article about it and I actually quite enjoyed how um, Fox Sports put that in and they, they actually um, named the capacity per stadium. Yeah. So like, the this, last one was like 14,000, I think. This means absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. When you can only nothing have... Nothing at all. Three to five hundred people max. That's it. You can play in a local park. Who cares? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> same amount of people. Yeah, yeah. we we'll have the we we'll have the Manchester derby at you know the local per, <laughs> per, per city park, which would be phenomenal. Uh, realistically, I think logistically, it's not it's not really feasible. Uh, you look at the time difference as well, because you've got to think that the Premier League is the most viewed football in the world, and the Australian time zone is not conducive to their major markets. Yeah, so, mate, I, I agree. I agree with that. that. That's probably part of a big reason why Australia um, didn't win the World Cup for yep. 2022. Um, huge reason um, because money speaks, viewers speak. Um, and I guess that you, you'd probably really struggle to make that happen. I guess the most logical thing would be potentially um, a Qatar or a Malta. Malta would be phenomenal. Malta would be, would be great. Um, that'd be completely different, completely left field. Um, but. I would like to see the season finish, not from a selfish point of view, but just from the point of view of the players working their ass off pre-season, um, throughout the season, week in, week out, recovery, eating well, doing what they need to do to become a to to come away unrewarded. Um, yeah, it'd be pretty crappy. I mean, it's a lot more than ninety minutes a week. You're a professional, ex-professional athlete yourself. You know that. Yeah. There's a lot more that goes into it than just the eighty or ninety minutes or however long you play. It's 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 a lot of hard work that goes into it, and you'd hate for that to be unrewarded. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. It's from the moment you wake up, you stretch, get your mobility going, drive to training ground, you know, high five everyone, bit of banter, then you get your kid on straight on the training field, and then you switched on. It's even at the lunch table with with your teammates. It's you know recovery at the at at your training ground. It's um, the intensity of training, which is sometimes can be as, as more in you know intense in the game. Oh, much much more intense in the game. Um, it's what you do when you get home. It's how you treat your whole body, and your lifestyle, your family environment. Mate, everything goes into one. Um, and then for me to get to the end of the season, and be like, oh well, sweet, we're not playing the season anymore. Um, it is what it is. I, I read an article, mate. There's no sport to 2021. I think that's a lot of crap. Yeah, it's um, crap. I yeah. think that's just media spinning. Um, a few more scare tactics here and there. Maybe no uh, sport with it, with fans, but there'll definitely be sport before that. Yeah, look. People are going to go nuts without sport. Um, I'm you actually surprisingly coping okay, to be honest. I think yeah. I think if we had didn't have any of this takeover to um to follow, I, I'd be going yeah. a little bit crazy. Yeah, uh, at least there's something. Um, well, it's pertinent to us, so obviously we're invested in that. So we're, yeah. we're following that every day and talking about it every day. Um, obviously, we still have you know FIFA and NBA and Football Manager and stuff to uh 
to satisfy our sporting needs. Yeah, but I can't even get myself to watch a rerun of a game. I I just can't do it. Nah, I I have to watch something live. I can't watch anything on replay. Yeah, I'm the same as you, mate. Unless it's Newcastle and I've got to sleep because I've got got the business and the three-year-old. But, um, mate, yeah, I can't do it. I just can't. I I watch highlights of... You know, your Newcastle betting United 5 0. Um, but that chip. Oh. Yeah. Great. Philippe Albert. But yeah, I can't do much else, mate. So, to be honest, in regards to that. So, yeah, that'll be an interesting one. Um, mate, where are we? I guess, you know, we're, we're constantly refreshing our phones. Um, on <laughs> yeah. a, on a, I'm refreshing it, mate, on an hourly basis. I, I wouldn't say, oh. a, I wouldn't say a. Probably every half an hour. It's, Probably it, every half an hour. It's half. Honest. It's half an hour every night and half an hour every morning until that. Yeah, until the UK is asleep. Um, mate, where are we? Nowhere different from a few days ago. I don't think it's sort of um, stagnated a little bit, which is the concerning thing. Uh, maybe the pressure from BN has actually, you know, done a bit more damage than we uh, earlier anticipated. Yeah, I, I think so. It's um. I, I didn't. I honestly didn't think they have too much toll um, being sports um, on the decision in regards to the takeover. But by the looks of it, I think it's um, causing a few uh, ruffled a few feathers. Yeah, it has ruffled quite a few feathers. Um, there's a delay. No red flags were being told, but at the end of the day, like uh, we can't really rely on every media outlet because every media outlet has given us a different story. Exactly. But news last night, Mike Ashley um, officially left has no association with Rangers anymore. I saw that. So that could be a sign that he's starting to, you know, slowly, you know, peel back from the football side of things, you know, hashtag cans time for Rangers. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, hopefully I'd rather be us than Rangers. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I'm still cautiously optimistic. You know, I've still got my uh, $5 bet on Pochettino to take over and $5 on Hummers to be a, Statement signings. So. I I literally just read right now. If Poch takes over, his first signing is, is going to be Felipe Coutinho. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go on sports bet right now. Fiver on it, and I'm gonna chuck a cheeky little fiver on Coutinho coming to. He's probably paying fifteen bucks or something. Oh, I could be paying something stupid, mate. Something stupid oh. like that. I think. Well, but, Mbappe um, is only fifty ones. Yeah, mate. Coutinho's 11, $11. He's, he's not coming for a long time. Mate, let's talk transfers. All right, let's talk transfers. Let's do it. Um, we've touched on cancellations of the leagues we know. We don't know what the Spanish league is going to do. Don't know what the league is going to do. We don't know what um, the EPL is going to do. We know what they're trying to think. Um, Italy probably don't know their left from their right at the moment. No. Um, and the Dutch league's gone. French league's disappeared. Um the Portuguese league, which I have a little bit, good, good, a little bit interesting. Um, we've got no idea where that is, um, but mate, you know, we've touched on you know other other aspects, transfers, mate. Jaden Sancho, yes. Where, where is he? he go? Go? Where does he go? I think I can see him at Man United. I know he's got the Man City connection, uh, which sort of makes that one a little bit iffy. But a front three of Sancho, Greenwood, and Rashford. Could be England's front three for the next ten or fifteen years. Where do you play, James? Bench. Yeah. Impact sub. Yeah, he's quick. He's quick. Wheels. He's um, the Welsh Obertan. Very quick. I, I would have to. I think I'd have to agree with you on that one. I, I believe that. Um, that's my gut feeling. He's going to end up at United. Mm. I think he fits their mould quite well. I agree. Um, I, I think he does. Yeah. Um, he'd flourish there. I, I honestly think that. 
yeah, I think the 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 way they play and the, the the speed that they like to play in their top three, I think um, Mate Hill would be really uh, well rewarded there. And on top of that, with Fernandez now bossing that little um, sports Paul Scholes role, phenomenal. Uh, mate, he's a great players. A lot of reservations, and people thought he's a savior. People thought that he's going to struggle, and he's been fantastic in their five six games that he's played. So I didn't think he'd hit the ground running as quick as he did. I knew there was a no. player in there, but. You generally, you know, Premier League, it's a, it's different in the Premier League, different pace, yeah. but he picked it up straight away. Um, very, very impressed. Sweet. Mate, next one, um, Jack Grealish. Does he go to United? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, I I have him going to Man United as well. I, I, I see Man United, um, this coronavirus is going to affect a lot of clubs' impact in the transfer market. Manchester United is still commercially one of the biggest clubs in the world so they'll always have money coming in if they can get Grealish and Sancho they're going to come at a premium price a they're English b they're young and c they're just great players let's be honest I can see Grealish slotting in a centre mid uh, at Man United yep. I, 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 read an, I read an interesting thing that they're going to play him out on the left which I found quite bizarre you're uh, wasting his talents out there I think so too mate to be honest I think he'd be a phenomenal signing um, he's, a, he's a little bit field conductor you know, yeah he's, he's um, it's great. He does more than James Madison for me. Um, the, the only issue with Grealish is his attitude. Uh, he can get himself into trouble, which might be the only thing that holds, holds he's, him back. He's been, he's been pretty good this year, Villas. He's, he's been their captain. Um, he got in trouble a couple of weeks ago for breaking the... Yeah, uh, that's technically not on the football field. Doesn't matter, mate. He's still uh, he's the club captain. You can't be seen <laughs> doing that. Uh, mate, so that's a, I, think, I, think, mate, I honestly think Sancho and Grealish can end up at the same club. Yeah, me too. Which would be... Um, Quite, quite interesting. Now, on, look, Man City um, been banned from European football. Um, potentially, they're potentially. We'll see what happens. That. It was a two-year ban. Then it'll get downgraded to one. Then it'll probably get downgraded to a slap on the wrist. There you go. Um, that's usually the way the world works. But yet, our takeover hasn't happened yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> mate, if they're banned for a year or two, like do players hang around? Do they leave? What do they do? Well, it's hard because City don't really promote the youth really they've only got phil foden as a really up-and-coming youngster um they tend to buy all their players and if you take that away from them whereas chelsea have stockpiled they've had squads of 80 oh, they're, they're sent 50 players out on loan so they've been, depth. they've been doing that for a long time and, That's and the thing. their their depth their depth chart and their young english talent is ridiculous um, yeah it's fantastic it's, it's phenomenal uh, and that's where a transfer ban would hurt city a lot more than it hurts chelsea um, City never replaced Vincent Company. Fernandinho is one of the best centre mids in the Premier League, and he's having to play centre back, doing a bloody good job. He's also five foot eight. It doesn't help, and he's yeah. not the quickest, but he's got the extra two yards up in his brain, so he, he makes up for the lack of pace there. Stones, Otamendi, Stones. I honestly thought he would progress a lot more than he has. He's, he's stagnated quite a bit, hasn't he? He has. Um, I thought it was going to be like the next Rio Ferdinand, you know, the ball playing centre half, you know, he could read the game well, but it, I don't, I don't see it. I honestly think he's stagnated in the last couple of years and I don't even see him starting for England in the next uh, couple of years. No, mate, either do I. I think um, England's, England's back four is quite strong in the middle anyway, we leave him out. So yeah, England's squad as a whole is actually pretty good. I mean, look at the first two targets you mentioned there, Sancho and Grealish. Grealish hasn't even played for England. Yeah. And Sancho is still new on the scene. Mate. You mentioned Rashford, Greenwood, Tammy Abraham, Hudson oh, Odoi, Loftus Cheek. Harry, Harry Kane's still young. Yeah, Sterling is still young. He's 
been around forever. Mate, Mason Mount, like, they're, yeah. they're, and you're talking about the best right back in the world. Yep. And Alexander Arnold, mate, he's. TAA. Yeah, it's, it's a ridiculously young team, and, uh, mate, they'll go a long way. They'll go, you know, long. So, mate, I say, you know, honestly, with City, I, I feel that quite a few of their players are going to leave. Um, yeah. If they don't get European football, players want to play on the bigger stage. Yeah. And all this stuff about fans saying, you know, show some loyalty um, to your club, this and that. Look, at the end of the day, sports are business and also sports a job, yep. right, for players. The way I see it is I, loyalty is phenomenal, right? If you can, if, you're, if you have the ability to stay at one club for the whole time, let's take, you know, Sergio Guerrero, been at the City for ages. Um, I guess the, the biggest sign of loyalty is, you know, a lot of the Man United players, um, Alan Shearer. Probably Alex the yeah, the biggest sign of loyalty there. But on the flip side, mate, for me, it's, it's still a business. Um, and the way I like to put it to people, if you know, if you're earning X amount, and then another company comes and goes, okay, well, you're doing a great job at company A, I'm going to offer you 25% more at company B. That that employee employee is going to go, oh, sweet, I'll take him. The employee is going to make his way to his new employer, and he's going to sign for an extra 25%. If a player does that, he's spat on, he's yelled Judas, he's unloyal. Um, that's just part of, you know, a little bit of fun and, and banter of, of the crowd. Um, I think a lot of City players will turn away. I can actually see Kevin De Bruyne leaving. Okay. Um, I can see potentially Sergio Aguero going back to Argentina. I think he'll finish his career in Argentina. Yeah. I definitely think yeah. he'll... Uh, was it, where did he come from? Independiente? He no. did come from... Independiente? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see him definitely finishing his career doing a Tevez, uh, going back to Mascherano, finishing yeah. his career in Argentina. Yeah. Um, going back to what you said about you know twenty five percent more of the other company, people got to remember that football's not a long career. And, and a lot of these players don't have anything outside. Not every player can be a pundit. Not every player can be a coach. Not every player can write articles. This is pretty much all they have. Not so every I I, not I every player, yeah. Not every player also has the financial smarts and the ability to maintain, invest, and hold their money. They're like, if if you have your budget, you're going to spend your budget. It just happens that their budget is a crap load more than everyone else's. True. So they're going to spend their budget. You know, I'm going to buy a Toyota Hilux, all right, which I love, but they're going to buy a Bentley Hilux. Yes. <laughs> yep, it's true, and. Um, some players have been shrewd, like I know Robbie Fowler um, bought significant real estate um, back in the late nineties, and he's apparently he's worth he, a fortune. Mate, he owns so much. He does. He no, doesn't no. need to be coaching uh, the Brisbane Raw. I'm just saying that. Uh, it's a hobby, mate. It's a hobby. <laughs> it is. It is a stressful one, but still a hobby. He's a very stressful one. Very stressful, mate. Yeah, um, you know Kevin De Bruyne. Um, I see Aguero leaving. Um, Sterling said he's going to stay, which is fantastic. Where does De Bruyne um, go? Who can afford De Bruyne? <sighs> Looks good in black and white, yeah. Look good in black and white. <laughs> Mate, um, we don't know. Like, he could end up at... Uh, Real Madrid can afford his wages. Barcelona's going to offload nine players to balance the books. I guess there's probably... Big players as well. Yeah, we're not talking about, you know, small players. Like, Felipe Coutinho is going to go. Dembele Rakitic. Go. Yeah. Rakitic is going to go. I think the list is going to run pretty deep. Um, but they're another one who, who generate their own players through their academy. Oh, great um, academy. Who can probably have the ability to turn things over and and keep spitting things out. Um, but, yeah, I see a handful of City players going and, and obviously see a few staying. But, mate, I, if I was, if I was uh, you know, someone like De Bruyne, who's at the peak of his game at the moment, I would actually I would look for a Champions League club. Um, yeah. 
and the only clubs that could afford him would be a PSG, would be a Real Madrid. Uh, potentially, it could be um, he could end up in a Liverpool shirt or a Chelsea shirt. Um, I can't Chelsea see. shirt again. Didn't yeah, do so again. well the first time. <laughs> Mate, didn't they make a few mistakes? Salah, De Bruyne. Salah, De Bruyne, <laughs> Lukaku. Yeah, there's been a few. Jeez, and the, yeah, yeah, the, the list goes on there, mate. The list goes on. But yeah, I can I can see them leaving a little bit. Um, and, and turning Man City, I guess, do they backtrack from that? They do, but they can bounce back. Yeah. Um, as soon as, you know, the world gets back to normal, transfers get back to normal, um, they'll be back. They might struggle for the next couple of years, you know, if they can't buy anyone. Only because... I don't see a whole lot of um, depth in that squad. Um, realistically, Aguero gets injured. You know, they don't have that many strikers. Yeah, Defence, they've been... Jesus hasn't really done too much. Like, he's he's amazing in spits and spats, but I think he, he needs a club that's going to start him week in, week out. Yeah, he's inconsistent, but he hasn't been given the chance to be consistent because Aguero is the, the top dog. He is yeah. the main man, and, and with good reason. He's earned that. Um, I actually don't see Aguero leaving, um, not just yet, not until he's 35, yeah, 36. That's fair. Uh, he's a good chance of actually catching Shearer uh, if he keeps on. Yeah, he can leave now. <laughs> I agree. But um, there you go. What if they cancel the Premier League season? Do those stats go as well? You know, Or does he get to keep those goals in a season that didn't count? You know, so a lot, be, of, be, lot um, of asterisks. It'd be framed upon like the Melbourne Storm's um, grand <laughs> yeah. finals under the Sally Cap breach. Yep. And stuff like that. Yeah, they'd, they'd, be, they'd be an interesting one. I think a lot of clubs are really going to struggle um, post-virus uh, yeah, I agree. football. Uh, just financially, I think only the I think only three to four Premier League clubs have the ability to spend next season mm-hmm. uh, or spend well. Yep. Um, and that's it's a buyer's market. It is a buyer's market, and it's going to drop the value down a lot. Like Clubs are going to be um, asking... And demanding high fees, and other clubs can be like, "Well, no, because no. <laughs> we're not paying that. We'll give you this." And it's like, "Oh shit, let's take it or leave it." Yeah, and the the clubs in the Championship, League One and League Two in England, they're just going to get cherry picked because they're. All, I mean, we saw what happened to Bury. Like Bury are out of business. They're they're defunct now. Other clubs will fall the same way. Unfortunately, I think so. Was, what's your link with um? We'll link with Kevin Phillips. Kevin Phillips. Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> Hope not. Oh no, no, he's horrible, mate. He's, he's horrible. horrible. He's ho- absolutely horrible. You got Rude Hullett sacked. Oh, mate, Rude Hullett wasn't he sexy football? Yeah, sexy football. Yeah. How about sexy football, mate? And he, um, he, he hated Alan Shearer, didn't he? And Duncan Ferguson. Yeah, mate, Dunk was good. How good was he on the ball? I wouldn't want to fight them, though. Yeah. Duncan disorderly. Nah, no, no, Duncan. So, no, sorry, my bad. Calvin Phillips. There you go, yeah. Um, <laughs> mate, yeah, we're linked with him. Um, that's another one. Like, Leeds United doing really well. If they don't go up, it's like, shit, we might have to offload a few of our players. They're going to have to. Simple as yeah. that. They might even have to offload the coach because Bielsa's quite high. You know, he's paid well um, for a championship club that's not really going to be generating that much income with no match day revenue, no crowds possibly no season tickets because um, who knows when crowds are going to be allowed back so Bielsa might be out of a job and that comes back to um, what we said at the start if if clubs don't get promoted now or win it, win a title now they might not get another chance that's it this could be the end of a lot of clubs um, unfortunately you know the English game 92 well 91 prof- professional clubs now now that Barry's gone um, 
they're, they're going to struggle. Yeah, it yeah, sucks. There's a lot of um, clubs with proud histories. You know, you look at your Portsmouth that are down there as well. You know, not too long ago, they were flying high. Yeah, um, I, I actually went to a Newcastle United-Portsmouth game in St. James Park. Park. Oh, yeah, St. James, no, St. James Park. Park. We won 3-0. Scholar scored a double. Oh. Um, cracking day. Gianfranco Scholar. Oh, what a player. Um, yeah. yeah, the goat, the goat. <laughs> Yeah, mate, it's, it's it's sad to see, to be honest. And um, but at the end of the day, it's is you know you come out of this and you'll probably be stronger for it um, as mm-hmm. a club as a whole. But it'd be interesting, interesting to see what happens in the next couple of weeks in regards to if we can get some football back on the pitch. Well, in better news, FC Slutsk, top of the Belarus league, so our team's going well. I saw that two uh, two one win. win over Dynamo Minsk. 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 Yeah. So yeah. that's um. Mate, it's a good little win, that. They're on top of the league. We've picked a good team. Oh, we did. Uh, did not pick it purely based on the name, of course. You know, we studied, uh, <laughs> we studied the players. So, no, it's good. It's good to see some sort of football anyway. You know, it's... Um, it needs to be streamed on KO Sports or ESPN. Mate, it's got to be streamed somewhere, surely. Something like that. But um, just to... Just to relax, it, relax us a little bit, which would be fantastic. We just need some sport back, you know, the... NRL starting again, hopefully soon. UFC is back next Sunday. So slowly but surely we're getting um, a bit of professional sport back. Yeah, it's slowly creeping back in, which is fantastic. Um, what I was going to say earlier is that um, in regards to the Premier League, um, yes. going back on the subject of Liverpool, like, you know, clubs... Do players get their bonuses? You know, you win the title. Uh, like, that's a tough one. Like, do you pay them that? Do you... That's, I know we've done a full circle here, but it's a question that was on my mind. Like, what do you do there? I think you have to. If you get declared the champions, if you de- declare the winners, yeah. contractually, it's your right to get paid. I mean, it's it's a binding contract. Um, you can't say, oh, yeah, we won the league, but no, you're not actually going to get your money. There's no legal grants for them to withdraw that but there's no legal precedent for any of this that's actually going on now so i think you have to pay them yeah i think it's going to really um it's going to hit a lot of clubs it already has yeah let's see you know liverpool when they get given the title and then on the flip side they've got to pay let's just say 12 players had title winning bonuses in their contract don't, don't forget transfers, like transfer add-ons as well. You know, we pay you if we win the league. I mean, things yeah. like that. They're, those yeah. additional fees are added onto yeah. transfers. So, so it's not. A, it's not only going to be players and agents coming after clubs. It's going to be other clubs coming after clubs. It's not not black and white. There's literally fifty shades of grey um, with football now, and I would not want to be the decision makers because um, they're going to piss somebody off no matter what they do. Yeah, I think they will. Unfortunately, it's going to be. Um... Interesting. It'd be good to be a fly on the wall and fly on the wall in some of these meetings. Yeah, yep. Big uh, good Netflix documentary. It'd be great Netflix documentary, <laughs> mate. On the subject of Netflix, I've just started watching the English game. It's phenomenal. It's yeah, actually, I've it's seen actually, it. I haven't looked at it. I've looked at it, but I haven't seen it yet. It's actually a true story. Um, it's based off uh, in the uh, late eighteen hundreds, um, and just talks about he's. They've gone through a lot of teams. There's Preston in it. There's Blackburn Rovers. The Wanderers. Um, the Wanderers. Wanderers in Notts County are in there. Yeah, big, big um, club back in the day. A couple of um, real small small teams that um, you know, it, 
and it's just the FA Cup. It's it's the it's the transition from real amateur football to um, yeah, just the the start of the professional game and the way they've run it. It's um it's pretty cool to watch. Actually, make sure you are uh, check it out. Watch it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. How many how many episodes are there? Uh, I'm not too sure, mate. We're about episode five or six in the season one. Um, but at the moment, it's, the, it's all about the Scottish coming down from Scotland in the in the England turning professional. Invading us. Okay. Yeah, they're doing quite they're doing quite well to be honest. <laughs> They've had some good players over the years. Have some, yeah, they have. They have. They've got yeah. two of the best left backs, two of the best young left backs in the uh, the Premier League, T and Robertson. Shame yeah, they can't find other players and Billy same, Gilmore as well, same, young centre mid. Same one can't play on the right. Exactly. One, one on the left and one on the right. That'd be that'd be sweet. Yep. Just got no one up top. Uh, no, they don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're. Oh, yeah, not for a while anyway. No. Too easy. All right, mate. I think um, that might put a little nail in the in the coffin for us tonight. Sounds little, good to me. Good little chat. I hopefully we'll wake up uh, with a little <laughs> bit more clarification. I'm not going to say news because my tip was Tuesday. Yeah, my hunch was uh, last Thursday, six thirty p.m. Yeah, so I don't, missed, sort I of missed that. the boat on that one. Yeah, that's quite amusing. Um, but yeah, let's make, make <laughs> hopefully wake up to a bit more news, a bit more clarity, gives us something more to talk about. Um, and then we can um, get stuck in episode three, which would be fantastic. Yeah, take some questions next time as well, I think. Sounds yes, good. Yes, 100%. All right, guys, um, thanks for that. Stay tuned for episode three. Um, we're going to be rolling that out probably in about a week's time, hopefully with some more news in regards to the Premier League, where we're at in world football, and also how Newcastle United takeover is going from our perspective. Um, and then we're going to roll on through a few more episodes on a weekly basis, a few special guests lined up. Um, a friend of ours who's playing full-time in Malta, which is fantastic. Um, he'll come on board and we'll have a little chat to him about life um, as a professional footballer in a very small country. Could be the home of the Premier League. Could be the home <laughs> of the Premier League, which is good. So it made a good time for him to get back over there and uh, and lace up his boots. But anyway, that's, um, that's a wrap for us. Thanks for joining. See you soon. Take care.